I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Each and every Tuesday on the program, at 1TimMurray on Twitter, of course, the host of VSIN Live. Weeknights from 6 until 9 Eastern on VSIN. All right, Tim, I guess let's start here. Are the Bengals going to be that team that no one's going to figure out the line for for like the next decade? Half point favorite now, so it is uh, quite telling that certainly people are believing them in them now. Uh, Mark would be uh, proud to know that I was getting texts from Jeffrey mm-hmm. on uh, on Sunday, you know, telling mm-hmm. me how how wrong the books were. So uh, apparently he was. Uh, Making a, a handsome amount of money on uh, on Sunday because he was uh, all over the Bengals. I was fine losing on the Giants. That was more of a testing my big game Jalen Hurts you're a, theory. But you're a Giants fan, right? Yeah, but I'm not. I'm also very realistic about him. Like I know when to bet on bet His against. Neighbor them. Nick told me that that was an easy easy winner. Giants yeah, seven and a half. I, it was more of a testing the the Jalen Hurts big game theory. It, it was it was kind of more, but it was also one of the. Like, the way that you lose that bet, I'm fine with. Like, you, I knew right off the bat, it's like, oh, they ran it right down their throat, and then the Giants couldn't move the ball. It's like, okay, this is done. I'm just telling you, man, like, that last week with the Bills, and, like, I understood how public and and how obvious the Bengals were. I just, like, tried to keep that one simple with, I don't know how many more times we're going to get Burrow as an underdog in the playoffs, and I just took it. Well, and I think, you know, hindsight being 20-20, I mean, it was it was a very smart bet. Uh, I don't usually go. Look, I was I I didn't lay the six, but I did have the Bills in a money line parlay, which obviously you need to have the winning side yes. in order to uh, have that come home. So that did not come home for me. Um, and I, you know, I just trusted the line, and I shouldn't have because the line kept moving in favor of the Bills. And I give a lot of credit. I mean, obviously, we know how good Joe Burrow is, but. It, it was one of those situations where we can get to the Giants-Eagles game here in just a moment because the the opposite happened. But it was one of those situations where we probably didn't give the Ravens' defense nearly enough credit that they deserved. I mean, the Ravens should have beaten the Bengals. Yeah. And I kind of predicated my bet a lot on, hey, the Ravens had Tyler Huntley, you know, moving the ball regular pretty easily against the Bengals and if it isn't for a 98 yard you know scoop and score they lose that game I, I truly believe it but that did happen and you know I think the line moved in that way the public was on the Bengals and the public won um you know and I give a lot of credit to the offensive line for the Bengals um you know that was a storyline all week that the offensive line, without three starters, without Kappa, without Williams, obviously Collins is done for the year, 
And they had a phenomenal game plan. And Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator for Cincinnati, uh, gets a lot of credit, you know, even prior to last week. And I thought their game plan uh, was good enough. You know, Eli Apple, who is the punchline of a lot of jokes, and he's now uh, enjoying it quite a bit on social media, giving it back out. I uh, did a good enough job. So, you know, all credit to the Bengals. And now, to your point, Jeff, you know, Jeff, it, it's the fact that they're now getting a lot of respect. And you wonder, is it too much? But yeah. the the reason, and we could get into this weekend's game, the reason I'm just not racing to the window yet is, I mean, if this is truly a high ankle sprain that Patrick Mahomes is dealing with, I mean, that's a four-week injury. That's a injury that... What Tua and some other guys have had, you know, that tightrope procedure. Oh yeah, and we're just assuming right now that Mahomes is is just going to go. So that that's that's where I'm like, ah, I'm just going to wait here and see see if any more news starts to trickle out. Well, the other thing though about the Bengals that I was trying to kind of figure out, how much do we think the conditions in Buffalo helped them? And here's what I mean. If you've got a banged up offensive line that hasn't been good to begin with and you're already, you know, you're down to you're down to only 3 of your 5 starters and your backups, you know, the week before got absolutely exposed. I feel like the fact that it was snowy and slick that didn't allow Buffalo to really get after them with the pass rush and then it I felt like once they got the lead it, it was they were able to run the ball on them and we haven't really seen whether or not they can, you know, whether or not they've had to kind of run block. Like, I just felt like at a certain point, maybe the conditions were helping the Bengals. And I I do kind of want to factor that into like how I think about them this week. Well, and I, I, I you know, if, if anyone listens to my show from uh, 5 to 8 p.m. Central time uh, on VSIN, I, I, I like to give my, my co-host, Sean King, former NFL quarterback, a lot of crap because he deserves it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But he was spot on. On this, in this regard, he said, you know, the Bills' defensive line without Von Miller doesn't scare anybody, and it's it's totally true. And I think I, I think it was I, I forget who said this, so I apologize if I'm, I'm stealing it. But I'm, I'm when you looked at Buffalo's offensive line when it had Von Miller, you're like, oh, okay, Gregory Russo, first round pick, Ed Oliver, first round pick, uh, Tim Settle, yeah, he's had some nice moments, and Von Miller, you're like, oh yeah, that's it's pretty, it's pretty good, Epinesa, you know, second round pick, but then you remove Von Miller from the equation, you're like, who of those guys really frightens you? Maybe Ed Oliver, but I think. The dynamic that they lost losing Von Miller really kind of pulled away. Then you've got Jordan Poyer, who's all sorts of banged up. Tredavious White isn't a hundred percent. I mean, they were just they were all they were really banged up. And you know, I remember we were watching this game with a bunch of uh, with a bunch of friends, and my wife is a Bills fan. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching, and they go into the locker room only down seventeen seven. I'm like. They're lucky to be only down 17-7. They just got their butt kicked up and down the field. I mean, Joe Burrow, what was it, a six-play drive to start the game? Like, yeah, we're going to score a touchdown in the snow in a blink of an eye, and you're not going to stop us. I don't even like, think they had a negative play. They were, I mean, they were phenomenal. So now that brings me to this Sunday, and I'm like, are we expecting the same thing? Kind of like... You know, are we expect like last week, right, or two weeks ago? Sorry to bring up, you know, bad, uh, 
memories there, Jeffrey. But I'm fine. You know, the, the Giants looked really good. And then, you know, all week I just kept saying, I'm like, so we're giving the Giants credit for beating a team we all said was a fraud. And, you know, everybody except Taylor Heineke was able to throw for over 300 yards against this defense. I mean, and, literally, Daniel Jones had three 300-yard passing games this year. Two were against the Vikings. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody, look at the numbers. Like, the last, like, 11, 12 weeks of the season, outside of Heineke, I'm pretty sure everybody threw for 300 yards against the Vikings or 250 or whatever it was. So they now, threw for whatever they needed to throw for. So now are we giving this Bengals team too much credit? But I, I just I can't take the Chiefs yet until I know, and we may not know, you know, what Patrick Mahomes and how he'll be, uh, you know, come come Sunday afternoon. I guess that's the other thing, though, like you're talking about. Don't we maybe know how he's going to be? <laughs> I mean, he's still, look, I, I've never, I mean, I've had ankle injuries. I've also never played quarterback at the uh, elite level that Patrick Mahomes does. So that's hard for me to compare myself to. But I've had ankle sprains before. And this, the day after is when it, it hurts the worst, right? You know, you've got the adrenaline going. You just yeah, but we got, we got Glazer telling us, remember? Hey, it was way better than they expected. It's like, Jay, come on, dude. <laughs> well, what did, uh, that was, um, that was on the Fox. So the, Andy, that was, Andy, before, yeah. Andy, and Andy yeah. Reid said it was, you know, the, the one a couple years ago was worse. So, I mean, we'll see. Hey, hey. Chad Henney went 98 yards. Uh, I mean, you that know. is actually the bigger story to me is that <laughs> if Henney, if that pass gets intercepted, is that game different? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, look, the Jags are driving and, I still think if Agnew doesn't just yet, yeah, it, like, it was an unforced fumble. fumble. Yeah, no, it's it's true. So we'll see. I'm just gonna keep letting this line move, and you know, maybe you know, obviously teasers will be a plenty this week. You San Francisco up to eight and a half, Kansas City up to eight and a half. You get both, you know, hoping for close games. That's possible. I mean, we got decently low totals, but you know, we'll we'll see. I, I'm I'm a bit surprised. That we've seen as much Philadelphia love so far as we have. I mean, is that Philadelphia know, love, or is that uh, Brock Purdy got away with murder last week? Um, I mean, look, I think it was it it was a reminder that Philadelphia is really good, and there was like this four week stretch where obviously Hertz gets hurt, and then he comes back and doesn't look as good, and then the the Niners obliterate the Seahawks in the first round. So it was just this, it was at this out of sight, out of mind type of deal. So, you know, our show is, is out of the Circa in, in downtown Vegas. So we have this big odds board behind us. And on you know Thursday last week, we look over our shoulder and I'm like, the Eagles have the fourth longest odds to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, that's, that's a bit odd. And now they're, they have the shortest odds yeah. uh, to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, once again, it, it is as, you know, just, you know, I know we talk so much gambling and that, that's what I do every day, all day. But just to put it in perspective, where we sit right now is fantastic. We have two championship games where the point spread is under a field goal. We have four teams that are all around like plus 250 to 3 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Essentially what the odds makers are telling you, I don't know. You know, it's like yeah. it's 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 just a coin you figure flip. it out, yeah. And it's it's great. I mean, I, I think that's exciting. I mean, it's hard as a as a gambler, and you know, there's not the uh, the old buzzword value out there, but it, it's it's great 
in the eyes of, hey, we want competitive football games. I mean, you know, growing up, it was the NFC just obliterated the AFC every year in the Super Bowl, whether it was the Niners over the Chargers or the Cowboys over the Bills. And now here we are, and it's it's great. I mean, they just I'll, I'll just tweeted out a moment ago, Jeff Sherman from the Westgate Superbook tweeted out what Super Bowl lines would be. Eagles would be a two-point favorite over the Chiefs. Eagles-Bangles would be a pick. 49ers would be a two-point favorite over the Chiefs. 49ers a one-point favorite over the Bengals. Think about that. Mm. Every possible Super Bowl right now, obviously injuries could unfold and, and things change. As of right now, that's actionable. You can go bet that if you want. Everything's under a field goal. That's fantastic. That, that's that's As a football fan, even if you're not a gambler, that's great because we should, in the eyes of oddsmakers, get competitive football games for the final three games of the season. I'm excited. I'm excited for these. Isn't that games. interesting, though? Because based on that math, the Niners should be favored, right? Um, didn't you say on... they'd be favored against both AFC teams? I mean, I guess because yeah. it's a neutral, it does it does change. Yeah, it. they're on the road. Yeah. Yeah, they're on the road. Um, yeah, usually home field's like about two and a half points. So on a yeah. neutral, if San Francisco and Philadelphia played in the Super Bowl, it would probably be a pick. Maybe San Francisco minus a half. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that's that's the way they're looking at it right now. So they're giving, yeah, about a, about a two and a half, three-point edge to Philly for uh, for for home field. All right, so what's, what's the pick, Tim? Do you have a Super Bowl pick? I, I went into this saying that I thought it would be San Francisco over Kansas City. I thought they would get revenge for the 2020 Super Bowl. But the Mahomes injury, man. He had a very encouraging tweet this morning. He oh. said, see you this weekend, Kansas City. <laughs> did, did very Joe... encouraging tweet. I guess this is kind of where I am on this, though. Did everybody not watch the second half? It's going to be no different. He got the tortle shot. See you Sunday, Chiefs Kingdom, yeah, with I, the clock I, I'm, emoji. I'm fine with him saying that, but, like, did he even watch the throws in the second half? I mean, what makes Patrick Mahomes one of the greatest quarterbacks of this generation and maybe eventually of all time is the escapability that he has to keep plays alive. And then when he's dancing around, oh, there's Kelsey. Zing! Out there. You know, so that's... If he has to be a pocket passer, he's still a very good quarterback. Could they beat the Bengals? Yeah, sure. Could. But does he still have the dynamic aspect to his game? No. So that's yeah, that's that's it's gonna be that's what's gonna be interesting. Can um, someone make someone other than Travis Kelsey catch the ball? <laughs> I don't know. How do you That's how, what Lou Anna I mean, I'll give it credit I mean, I to do think, Anna Rumo. I, that's his thing, right? I do he think takes that's away also, your best option. Well, I also think Part of I actually think the most underrated group in the playoffs is Cincinnati's defense. Stop! They've stopped. They stopped Kansas City this year. They largely neutralized. I mean, you know, last week against the Bills, that it's a pretty high powered offense. Did you ever feel comfortable that the Bills were going to score? I mean, the, the interesting. No, I didn't. The interesting thing is. And not that it's going to change because, you know, Kirby Smart convinced his players that they were underdogs yeah. and they were two touchdown favorites. And somehow they gave interviews saying that you guys thought we'd be seven and five. I'm like, uh, Vegas said <laughs> show, you'd win 11 sh- games. Show me. Yeah, that yeah. was what it was, seven and five. It's like, I remember some people going, 
listen, I don't know if they're better than Alabama, but we'll find out in the SEC championship game. That like for remember the whole conversation this year in college football was who's the third best team in the SEC because we don't really care about one and two. It turns out Alabama wasn't the part of the conversation, but that was the whole SEC conversation yeah. this year. So Cincinnati has really thrived off this underdog mentality. And, you know, last week their rallying cry and Joe Burrow said it after the game was like, you know, hope you get your refunds, you know, for, for the neutral site game. They're now a favorite. So you can't really play the us against the world thing when you're the favorite and you've also beaten Kansas City three consecutive times. So I, there's part of me that now expects Kansas City to pull this off. Somehow, some way, Mahomes is banged up and 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 they pull it off. But I, I I'll be honest, you know, I haven't made a bet yet. I have not made one bet uh, on either championship game. I'm contemplating, you know, doing the old teaser, teasing both dogs up to eight and a half and just sitting back and hoping we have some competitive football games. But, you know, Philadelphia looked the part, man. They did exactly what they wanted to do last week. And now you get strength on strength. You get a badass defensive line against a run game that is just so dynamic in so many different pieces. And Philadelphia has a ton of weapons, obviously, you know, out wide too with Brown and Smith and Goddard. So. San Francisco is going to have their hands full when it comes to the defensive side of things. And, you know, let's be honest. Uh, if it weren't for Dak playing absolutely <laughs> horrendous, you know, maybe San Francisco doesn't. Because Dallas's defense, in my eyes, guys, played absolutely well enough to win that football game. The fact they, that that game was as close as it was was a testament to, like, I mean, think about it. What, San Francisco three times got it inside, like, the forty. Got the ball started with the ball inside the, and they, I think they came away with like nine points. And they weren't really able to run the ball well until the end of the game. And that's when you could see the Dallas defense maybe being a bit, you know, worn down and, and you were able to run the ball there. So, I mean, it, it's the roller coaster of the, you know, the thought process on the Eagles this season is, is fascinating because, you know, they became kind of the, the hot, you know, uh, option in the off season where they were, you know, around a three to one, they were around three to one to win the division. They eventually became the favorite. I want to say before the season started overcoming Dallas, then they got off to the red hot start. Then they hit this lull where people were like, I don't know. Jalen hurts is banged up. You know, they just lost to, uh, you know, the Cowboys and gave up 40 points and, you know, didn't play that well against Davis Webb. And then they come out and, and smash the Giants again. So now it's it's kind of back to where it was. Uh, I just, I mean, I love Kyle Shanahan. I think he's brilliant. And uh, I, I think he'll have a, a pretty darn good game plan, you know, on uh, on Sunday. Well, Mark and I were laughing, like, to your same point. Isn't it funny, like, to go back and look? We basically wrote off the Bengals this year because they lost their first two games, one yep. in which their deep snapper got hurt and they couldn't kick an extra point. Also, their quarterback ruptured his appendix during the summer. And it's like, as soon as they lost two straight, we like we wrote them off. Like, completely hangover. forgetting. Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, completely forgetting, like, you know, this team did win nine games in a row to close the season and they probably would have won ten. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just feel like we completely overlooked that as well. All right, before we let you go, you said you got some college hoops plays. I got my book open right now. Let's roll. All right. So there are a couple games that intrigue me. Um, you know, just to put this into perspective, uh, my two bets last night were Virginia Tech and Nevada. Uh, if you watched either one of those games, it was a hold on to your butts mm -hmm. all evening. So I'm 
fully anticipating a horrible, horrible night uh, when it comes to betting college basketball. But uh, I took uh, Oklahoma in the first half plus three. Uh, they're playing first Iowa. half. Yeah. Okay. So they're playing yeah. Iowa State. Iowa State, or excuse me, they're At playing TCU. TCU, TCU just manhandled Kansas over yeah. the weekend. Up to so number I, eleven. I like oh to, yeah, uh, I, I love like it. To, love I play, it. Little I like spot play. play. A, little let, a little let down. I'll see it. The second half always makes me nervous, but we'll take three in the it's first a plus half. game too. And then um, well, how, do, how do you feel about the, how do you feel about the first half money line? Uh, plus one fifty five is looking pretty good. I mean, yeah, throw a little something something on okay. there. Why not? A little uh-huh. something. Um, and then this is this is the Mark special. So mm. I tweeted this out. I don't know. Has anyone? Have you got? Are you guys Simpson fans? Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I haven't watched it like everyone else in yeah, like it ten years. Matter. But yes. it doesn't matter. Yes. This was the one. So I tweeted this out. So there's a iconic uh, scene where oh, I know Cru- what he's betting Krusty's, on here. Krusty's manager <laughs> goes. You took all your money and put it on the Washington Generals, but they were due. I know what he's betting on. I know who he's betting on. There is, this is the only shot the remainder of the season. God, is there a Navy basketball play here? No. For Georgetown to win. Georgetown. This is the only shot. I can't. DePaul at home. Ewing's got to win this. It's DePaul at home. This is it, man. If you look at Ken Palm, they'll be a double-digit dog, I think, every game the remainder of the season. But they what ha- if this team has quit on him? <laughs> Not for risk- DePaul. It's a Last risk we're willing stand. to take. I, I agree I, with you here, Tim. This is the game they're going to – he's Hoyas, not going over in the Big East Hoya again. Hoya Paranoia, his last regular season win over a Big Ten team – or Big East team was March 2nd of 2021. So Hoyas, uh, baby. This six is – Six o'clock. They, wait, or did you take the two or did you take plus 110? I took two and a half. I might watch uh, this game. It's you moved the line. It's six and o'clock. FS one. I might They're watch winning. the game. Georgetown is winning. All right, fine. And I'm not. I'm. I'm I also. I don't need the two. Also, I'm also pretty pretty confident that everyone should tune into my show tonight when I will just have my hands on my face oh, at like oh, at so uh, I'm trying to do Central time, seven o'clock Central. Be like, what? Oh. What was I thinking? They just lost by twelve. <laughs> Uh, also, cool. I have no idea. Oh, listen, I think Ole Miss has quit, and uh, that that line stinks. But if you've been paying attention, I think to- Ole Miss's best players out. Yeah, Morell. I think. Well, supposedly, like uh, you know, who knows? My bigger deal is Ole Miss lines haven't made sense, even though this line stinks. Uh, I'm taking Mizzou minus one. Georgetown has five wins. So, None are over power five. Haven't they teams. lost like 28 straight games in conference play? Yes. Uh, they have lost, let's see, 19. They're due. They're due. They're due. He's right. 20, yep, 28 straight. No, wait, hold on. 29 straight. 29, 29 straight Listen, regular season. no one gets them 30 straight times. No. Nobody gets the Hoyas 30 straight. Mark knows. No longer. I mean, Capital One Arena in downtown D.C. There'll be hundreds is, of people there. Hundreds. Uh, I'm going to say like tens. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> my buddy texted me. He goes, he had... Seats behind the basket, like eight rows up, you get them for two dollars. Oh, no, someone, yeah, someone told me floor seats. I, are- I covered a six-win Washington Mystics team one year at the Washington oh, Post. I've been told the crowds for those games are were like those were terrible those crowds. Like this yeah. is comparable to the six-win Washington Mystics. These Georgetown crowds lately tonight. 
Hoyas, baby. So gross. Hoyas. T- Tim, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> See you guys. That was Tim Murray of VSIN. Make sure you're watching. I have tonight. the money line on a team that hasn't won a conference game since March 2021. Okay, there we go. Yep. Early and that was March. the tournament, right? No, it was March 2nd. 20. No, that was the year before was when they won the the co- the 1920. No, uh, no, you're right. 2020. 20, I'm pretty sure their last conference win so was. So they're not it. counting. The, 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 the last uh, regular season yes. conference win is March 2nd. Okay. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.